Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Collision. My name is Hesse Jones, and this is another edition of Tech Uncensored. Today, I'm happy to welcome Navatha Belendra, who is the founder of Dispersa, as well as Olga Cruz, who is uh, an associate of uh, Good & Well, the investment company that actually invested in uh, Dispersa. So today, we're talking to Navatha because she has some exciting news about her company. We're going to get into some technical stuff because it's, uh, it's all about clean tech at this moment. Let's get started. Navatha, okay, so you created a new type of surfactant that's more waste-derived. And from a clean tech perspective, tell us more about why you pursued this type of innovation. Great. Oh, thanks for having me and Olga as well, Hesse. So at Dispersa, that's exactly what we do. We transform food waste into these ingredients called biosurfactants, which are essentially soap. Surfactants are one of the most crucial ingredients that you can find in consumer products that we use day in and day out, but they contain palm and petroleum sources. And so what we're trying to do differently is how could we create the very same building blocks because we still need them, but we still need the products that contain them. But how can we do that without the environmental impact? And that's really where we turn to food waste. And so we're developing this process that essentially contains microbes that munch on these food waste particles that otherwise would go to landfill. And then that food waste is then upcycled into this natural ingredient called a biosurfactant that is then sold as an ingredient. So tell me about the actual problems that we have with current day surfactants in the market. Like most chemicals, surfactants are also derived from palm and petroleum sources that heavily rely on fossil fuels and natural resources. But the thing is that chemicals aren't bad. Chemicals are very necessary and vital to our everyday lives. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> so at 17, this is back in 2013, there was a devastating trade crash in a rural town called like Megonsik. And after hearing about this oil spill, it really intrigued me to learn more about what oil spills were and specifically how they were cleaned up. At the time, in 2013, there weren't many environmentally friendly solutions to treating contaminated sites, which I found interesting, especially in the sense of they're contaminated sites and we want to treat them in a way that is as less impactful as possible and to remediate the site to its original environment. So I started learning more about microbes, specifically ones that produce biosurfactants. And what was really motivating at that time was learning more about this new field of science. The fact that you can't even see these microbes, but they're producing this natural ingredient that can have a huge impact in our everyday life as consumer is really what motivated me to push it forward. So that really came out of the science fair. And then that coupled with my own personal experience as a cancer survivor really cemented the motivation to develop something natural, non-toxic, and safe for consumer use. So linking it back to the science fair and bringing in my own personal experience is really what shaped Dispersa into what we're doing right now, which is not only building something that's based on a cool technology, but building something that's truly going to be impactful for people's lives. Okay, so you mentioned something there. You're a cancer survivor. You're, old, you're 27 years young. You, you had told me that your mom had also gone through something similar. So tell us a, a bit about your journey when you were still building the company and then you found out that you were afflicted with lymphoma. What were you going through at, at that time as you were building the company and as your mother was going through what she was going through? 
Right. So it was definitely a challenging time. And so just to situate us timeline-wise, this was before this person even popped into my head or the idea of wanting to create a business came into the picture. I launched this person in 2019. And when my mom and I were going through cancer was around 2015. And so by that time, my mom was already going through and fighting cancer. And then I was diagnosed in 2015. It was a challenging time. And I think at that time, by then, I had already started learning more and advanced on my research having to do with biosurfactants. So having to look at it from the other end of the safety aspect of it definitely resonated with me, but also from a personal motivation sense. I mean, we only have one life. And I think at the end of the day, it's how we can make an impactful difference in our short time here on Earth and how we can do that in the way that we know best. And for me, that's using science. I love science. Might sound like a nerd saying that, <laughs> but I think it's just connecting the dots for me made sense at the time. And, you know, I've made a promise to myself, which was if I were to make it out, uh, which I'm very grateful for the second chance of life, is to spend it doing what I love, which is disperse that's That's essentially how it came to be. Thank you. So I'm going to switch a little bit to the news, the most recent news that you have raised $3 million in financing. And one of the companies that, that, that invested in you was Good and Well. So, Olga, tell me about your experience and, and not only, I guess, learning about the product, but what was ultimately the reason why you had decided to go forward with supporting Navafa? So about one year ago, we met, I had heard a little bit about this Persa. And one of the things that I heard was that they were replacing palm oil. And so something that I, in the past I was able to see, like just start working directly. And that I felt like, okay, there's something seriously wrong about this. So I understood a little bit about the market. And then when we were able to chat more about what they were doing, well, yes, I, I had the market part, but at the same time, I was able to see just how bold and courageous the team was. And that's really what we are after at Good & Well, companies that are bold, that are very driven, but also humble, and that are on a mission to create a thriving economy that is also sustainable and that can inspire other investors, consumers. And here you have the perfect mix. You have a founder that is just so resilient. You can tell just by the way how she was sharing about what motivated her to get into the field, how this is not like just one random project. This is not just being an entrepreneur for the sake of being an entrepreneur, which is something really common these days, but it's about changing how things work in this world. Systemic change that starts at the level of the consumers that goes across so many institutional, so many companies. And this company at every point can create the change. But at the same time, they're just so humble and so grounded. And then, okay, this is a great team that we can work with. Plus, it's always fun to chat with them, to think about uh, new ideas. So I'm really proud that we get to work with them. Thank you. So I have one last question. Uh, we're running a little bit out of time. So I want to ask you, as an investor, 
what does the landscape look like for these types of companies to, to hit their horizon and actually attract investors like you? Understanding there's so many problems in this world that we need to face, and yet there are investors that are still looking for unicorns. Yes, that's a really interesting question. I think that one is being realistic about what's happening right now. And there's already a big demand for companies that want to make these products. So, for example, in the case of this Persa, there are companies that have already committed to net zero by 2030, and they need to find a solution. So I would say that I'm hopeful that more entrepreneurs will see this as an opportunity to create the new products, new services that can solve those challenges. As you said, the world is full of challenges right now, but I think that younger generations are now more conscious about what's going on and they know that they will have to do something about it. So I think that we are seeing more companies that are creating these impactful solutions. And at the same time, we're hoping that more investors would be willing to join us. Otherwise, yeah, what's going to happen to this yeah. world? Well, I thank both of you for joining me today. And uh, I think it's because of organizations like yours and entrepreneurs like yours that I have a feeling that there's hope for our future. So thank you for joining me. Thank you. Tech and Censored, an Altitude Accelerator podcast, does not constitute a recommendation for any organization, product, or service. It's produced and distributed by Bluemax. For more Tech and Censored content, subscribe where you get your podcasts and visit bluemax.io to join us on Discord.